You are listening to the weekly podcast of Trinity Life Cathedral Church in Germantown, Tennessee. We pray you enjoy today's message. This giving time, this giving time, hallelujah, praise the Lord. If you need an envelope, raise your hand, Sister Sophie. We'll bless you with an envelope. Amen. It's right there on the screen of how you can give on our giving platforms. Amen. Praise God. It's right there. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. If you have Givelify, you can go to Trinity Life Church, 4912 Old Stone Cold, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. And the reason why you have the address there is because there's a lot of Trinity Life Churches. So we don't want you to give to the wrong church. Amen. Praise God. It's very important. Amen. Praise God. If you have Givelify. Most of us have Givelify. If you don't, you need to sign up. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So that you can still give to your church when you're not at your church. I see I got one or two amens in there. I'm talking to those that are watching virtual that belongs to Trinity Church. You need to have Givelify. You should have these platforms because it's ways that you can give to your church when you're not even at your church. Don't stop what you are doing to let your seed stop what you got in plan for God. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And most of us have cash out. Amen. Praise God. That's dollar sign T-I-C-M, the number three. Amen. And some people don't like cash out. That's why Trinity Church has Givelify, amen, I mean, um, Zale, amen, praise God, because some people like Zale better than Givelify, amen, and that's fine, that's fine, that's your preference, we thank God that we live in the economy, amen, praise God, that we have options, y'all ain't saying nothing in here, you ought to tell God, thank you, because some countries don't have options, yeah, 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 some countries does not, amen, praise God. They have one way, and that's how they're supposed to do it. And if they don't do it, then they'll, they'll dispose of the individual. So you ought to thank God that you are over here in the United States of America, that we have so many ways that we can give to the church. Now watch this, amen, praise God. Amen, when we go to a game, amen, praise God, most concession stands are set up now to where you can have Apple Pay, y'all ain't saying. Most concession stands now don't take money because everybody in the game ain't come for the game. They come to see who they can rob still. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. So today they use Apple Pay, they use your, they use Givelify, they use Cash App, they use Zelle. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So why can't the church use it? We get quiet. Why can't the church use it? I'm just, I'm just asking. Amen, praise God. So even if you're not at church, that still does not mean you can't participate in giving. If you don't participate in giving and you have a church home, you're robbing God. Oh, it got quiet right there. Don't turn bishop off now. Amen, praise God. Again, if you have a church, you belong to a church, you ought to still give if you ain't in the church. Uh-huh. The Bible said, give and it shall be given unto you. How should it be given unto you? Good measure. Press down. Shake it together. Run it over. Watch this. 
God said, and I'll make me give back unto you. See, you, you listen to those three things, those four or five things I just said, but in that same text, yeah, in Luke 6 and 38, God said, he will make man give back unto you. Amen, praise God. Y'all ain't saying that. And then he said, it will come back unto you according to the measure that you give. Y'all ain't saying It's right there. Yeah, you ought to take a moment and read Luke 6 and 38. Because, see, we like to hear how God going to give back unto us. But it also tells you that he will make man give back unto you. Don't you know that the job you have, y'all ain't saying nothing. God give it back unto you. The job you have. See, y'all getting quiet on this shit. We're not in a funeral. That's, that's for everybody. That's for the pulpit all the way to the back of the door. That's for everybody that's a symbol here right now. Whether you are a preacher, musician, singer, it don't matter. The word of God is the word of God. The question, are, the question is, are you applying the word of God? Or you just coming in the church. See, God is recording everything you do. Yeah. I, let me say that again. God is recording everything you do. If you are a believer, you're supposed to tithe. You're supposed to tithe off the income that comes into you. God gives you the ability to work that job. So you owe God a tenth of that if you are a believer. Y'all ain't saying if any income comes into you, you owe God a tenth of it. If you have auxiliaries outside of the job you do and money comes into you, you owe God a tenth of that. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Ain't got quiet. Y'all got quiet. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Honey, turn the air on. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they're on See, because I found out that we're robbing God. We we we're we robbing God in a lot of ways. See, we we tied off of what we earn. Well, if you got something outside of your company or your business or your business, you owe God a tenth of that. In that quiet on bishop right here. It was God who gave you that job. It was God who gave you the mind to have, to to literally do that job. Outside of your job. Yeah, yeah quiet on Bishop. Bishop has a company. Bishop have companies. Bishop gives tithes and offers off of his companies. I'm not talking about Trinity. God gave me Trinity. Amen. Praise God. And if whatever Trinity gives to me, I give a tenth of it. So if my church is giving to you, and you don't give a tenth off of it, you robbing God. They got quiet in here. I'm in the word. I'm in the word. See, what I will not let people do is rob God in front of me. See, you can take this how you want to take it, but it's true. So don't get offended because it's true. See, I've been pastoring long enough to know that. We will give off of what we want to give. And sometimes we give off our net. You don't give off your net. I'm doing a teaching right now. You give off your you give off your growth. 
Watch this. If you get a supplement income that comes to you outside of where you work, you owe God a tenth of that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got cry with Bishop today. I'm just getting amen from the mother ministry. Don't get quiet on Bishop. There's truth. I'm teaching truth right now. Amen, praise God. That's why I don't go to church. Well, uh, that's all right. You got to pay if you go to a basketball game. If you go to the concession stand, you're not going to get a candy bar free. Y'all ain't saying that. You're not going to get that popcorn free. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You ain't going to get it free. I don't care if your folks do work in the concession stand. Y'all ain't saying <laughs> Talk to Bishop this morning. We got to stop robbing God, but we said we love God. But what you but your heart is far from what you say. If you got paid this week, you owe God a tenth. If you got if you got money from other things that you are doing from the church, you owe God a tenth of it. When my company gets paid, I pay my employees first, and then what's left after that, I give to God. See, because I can't tithe off of their money. Because they are laboring for me, so therefore they are that's their money. So I have to give to them because they labor and they are worthy of their labor. Now watch this. Whatever is remaining, I give to God. Because God gave me the companies. See, every businessman does do, don't do this. Every woman or man that's a bit does not do this. But I'm governed up under the Lord. The Lord gave me that. So I'm going to obey because I'm believing for much more. I'm believing God to do what his word says. So I'm not going to rob him from his word. Because he said if I do it, this is what he'll do. He'll give me good measure. He'll give me press down. He'll, uh, and, and then he said I, 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 it'll run over. That's what he said. So I'm obligated to do it. And when I do it, I said, now Lord, you say it. You'll say it. You said that you will give me good measure, press down, shake it together, run it over. And you will make people give back unto me. So that means it's people that's in place that's going to give me more contracts. I believe that. I believe more opportunity is going to come because, God, you can trust me with much more. There's nobody in here, there's nobody that's watching me that does not want an increase. And increase comes from God when you just obey God. Yes, I don't need your W-2s or your tax returns. I'm telling you, just obey God and watch God work. Watch it work. Don't do it if you don't believe. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. You mean to tell me that preacher said don't do it if you... I said don't do it if you don't believe it. If you are a believer, then do it. The Bible said, obey. Obedience is better than sacrifice. So when we're giving our tithes and offerings, obey. Bishop will ask you every Sunday outside of your tithes and offering to sow into international. Just $25. That's two Big Macs. Y'all ain't playing with, don't play with Bishop. It's two Big Macs. Up in size. Come on, we spend that through the week. Just messing around, going in the stores. 
I said it's so into the international side because we'll because we are partnering, amen, praise God, to, to build homes in Africa. We are partnering with Dr. Quinn. So let's keep continuing. Some of y'all don't do that. Some of y'all give y'all tithes, and that's it. Bishop never asked you to sow a seed to Trinity International. Or you can do it through cash app. Just sow the seed, $25. Watch this. This third Sunday, what do we do on third Sundays? Amen. $52. The $52 seed is the supernatural seed that we've been doing, amen, praise God, ever since 20. Really, ever since 19. I want to say 19. But we've been doing it. And people been coming back with testimonies. It's a $52 seed that I got a revelation when I was with my spiritual father in Houston. So, hey, I want to implement it in the church that God has placed me over. Because if God did it for me, I want him to do it for y'all. But y'all won't even get a $52 seed. You'll pay your tithes. And that's it. When the Bible says something chronicle 2020, when the people obeyed the prophet, they prospered. Read it. When the people obeyed the prophet, they prospered. God sends prophets to reveal himself. And I know God has validated me as a prophet because I can prophesy to some of you and it came to pass. So I know God has validated me. I don't need somebody to say, God ain't called you to do that. The devil is a lie because if God didn't want me to do this, God would have got rid of me long time ago. Y'all ain't saying, I've been doing this thing for 24 years. So I know God has, God has vindicated me. He has validated me. So I know what I'm saying. And the word is the word. The people blessed through the prophet. So you won't obey the prophet. How do you expect to be prosperous? I know I'm taking time off right now because church, in our vision book, we are a tithing church. Everybody in here has this book. If you don't have this book, you need to see Sophie after service and get this book because this is the vision book of Trinity. Number six says we are a tithing church. Y'all ain't saying nothing. We are a tithing church. Number one said we are a loving church. How can you not tied to somebody you don't love. We have children, right? You give to your children because you love them, don't you? You you go out and work for your children because you love them. Well, we are the children of God. Why wouldn't we sow back into God? We love them. We said we love them. So why we can't be obedient? Church, if we're gonna, gonna believe God for much more, we must be obedient while we are here. We can't say, okay, we we, we didn't made it. Now God got much more for us. Yes, it's it's bigger than where we were before, but I'm not stopping here. Amen. Praise God. God got much more. I don't need a lot of people. I just need some people that's gonna be obedient. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Jesus had the smallest church, he had 12 men. And he turned the world upside down. See, you have to understand. I don't need a lot of people. I just need people that's willing to be disciples for the Lord. And we can turn the city upside down. 
Y'all ain't saying nothing. It can start right here. I just need you to come in agreement. I just need you to be obedient. I just need you to say, God, I'm going to reference what the prophet has said. And I'm going to obey because I know you have much more for me individually and collectively. So, Trinity, let's start being obedient. See, most churches go through this when it get hot. Because when summertime comes, everybody want to go on vacation. And I ain't saying you shouldn't go on vacation. But don't forget about your duty as a disciple for Trinity. That's why we have those platforms. So get what? If you're in New York, have your way. Have your fun, but make sure you give your guides. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying you can't go on vacation. I'm saying don't go on vacation and, and you know you're robbing God while you're on vacation. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. It's tight, but it's right. See, because it's going to get hot. And when it get hot, you know, let's be real. Our coaching get ghost in church. Our coach will hold back on our time so we can pay for that trip. They got quiet in here. I said we'll hold back our tithes so that we can go on a trip. So while we are having fun on the trip, we didn't rob God. But we love the Lord. So today, I need everybody to have an envelope in your hand. Don't care if you give $10, $5. Even if you are not a member of this church, you should give an offer. Y'all ain't saying that. Last Sunday I told people, because we had visitors. Your tithes belong to your church. But now you can't give an offering to Trinity. But your tithes belong to the church that covers you. The man or woman of God that covers you. So I dare not take your tithes because I'm out of order. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But I also know how to set order in God's house too. So today, everybody needs to get an envelope. If you are an adult, get an envelope. If you give on one of those platforms right on the envelope, I gave on Cash App, and this is what I gave on Cash App. If you give to Zelle, say, this is what I gave on Zelle. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Or Givelify, this is what I gave on Givelify. And if you got a card, you can see First Lady right there in the middle. Amen? Pray God. Yeah, we take credit cards too. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It's tight, but it's right. Yes, we take credit cards. If you got a card, you ain't got no cash. All you need to do is see the first lady right there in the middle. Amen. Tell her what you want to give. Amen. It'll go automatically to Trinity Church. We will not be a church that robs God. We will not come in here and give glory and give honor to God, praise God, play for God, and not give God a dime. Amen. We ain't doing that. God will hold me accountable because I didn't set the order of the house. And I dare not stand before him and say, Lord, I missed that when I know better. When you know better, If you don't want to say amen, say ouch. Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, I wouldn't ask you to give the, the supernatural seed if I don't give it. You think I ain't going to give it when I see when I know what God did for me five years ago off of a $52 seed? Amen. I dare not. I know it works. 
God blessed me like abundantly within 52 days. So the $52 seed is a faith seed. But I, I'm not going to say why well, I gave $52 so I ain't going to tie today. That, that $52 is a half of my tithe. No, you out of order. So let me kill that thinking right now. You out of order. You out of order. Your tithes and offerings belongs to the Lord. So don't take the $52 out of that. Don't take the $25 out of that. Obey God. Amen. When you bought your car, it came with a car note and it came with insurance. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And assurances, you must have that because that's a law requirement now. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But you want God to cover you. Be quiet here. See these things we have, and we forsake God on sowing. Shame on you! The Bible said the Lord gives seeds to the soul. Have you ever considered the reason why you don't have as much as you have because you won't sow off of what you do have? Yeah, just just meditate on that. Yeah, Amen. Praise God. Come on, say amen. Come on, say amen. Come on, say amen. Come on, brother Terry, get this basket for me on the left side here, Doc. Amen, brother. Brother Chris, can you get this basket on the right side of me? Amen. As we're preparing to give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you, David. God bless you, Chris. Come on, stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Make sure you're showing all your 32s, 24s, 18s. They belong to you. Smile. Smile in the house of the Lord. Smile in the house. Amen. Smile in the house of God. We ain't going to look like we sucking pickle juice. Amen. Praise God. Giving us the opportunity to where we show expression to the Lord. Amen. The Bible said the Lord loves a cheerful giver. So guess what? When you're coming around, I need you to smile while you are giving. Because the Bible said the Lord loves the children. And those that are watching on social media, amen, praise God. If this church has been a blessing to you, there are several ways that you can sow. We want you to sow in Trinity. You are sowing in good grounds. And we're believing for a, a great manifestation of harvest to happen in your life. So we want you to participate as well. All right, starting from the back. From the real, amen, we're going to ask that you come around. Amen, praise God. Make sure you're smiling, showing all 32s. God bless you this morning. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, my social media family. Thank you for participating in our giving ministry. Amen, praise God. We speak a hundredfold. On your life right now, we decree, decree and declare in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Terry, you give the best. Amen. Praise God. Terry, take it in off. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, let's thank God. Amen. Praise God for our giving. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do we have any visitors this morning? If this is your first time here at Trinity Church, 
Will you raise your hand if this is your first time ever being at Trinity Church? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Praise God. If there's somebody watching this, your first time watching the broadcast, put in the crumbs. Amen. Praise God. This is your first time of watching Trinity Church. Amen. If this is your first time, first time. Amen. Praise God. If it is, amen, we're going to give you our website. Our website is www.trinitylifecathedralchurch.org. Let me say that again. If this is your first time watching Trinity Church on any platform, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, amen, praise God, hallelujah, amen, uh, um, Facebook, amen, praise God, all those platforms. If this is your first time watching this broadcast, amen, we want you to go to our website, and our website will tell you more about Trinity Church. It's www.trinitylifecathedralchurch.org. Or it'll tell you what we believe, it'll tell you who we are, amen, praise God. And if God puts it in your heart, make sure that you come and visit with us, amen. Because we want you on the scene versus watching the screen, amen. Praise God, hallelujah, amen, praise God. Quick announcements, amen, praise God. Next Sunday is Pentecostal Sunday, y'all ain't saying that. So guess what, next Sunday I need everybody to wear white. I don't care if you got white jeans, I don't care, white, white tennis shoes, white t-shirt, it don't matter, everybody, I want everybody in white next Sunday. Next Sunday is Pentecostal Sunday. Yeah. It was the move, amen. After God, after Jesus rose, amen, 50 days, amen. And it's amazing, look how we sowing the seed of 52 before, amen, the calendar. I'm telling you right now, that's some miracles about to happen, amen, before we get back here next Sunday. But next Sunday, I want everybody to wear white. It's Pentecostal, amen, praise God. No, we are not a traditional church, but we're going we gonna, to we gonna, we gonna praise God for Pentecostal. So next Sunday is Pentecostal Sunday. Wear your white shirt, white jeans, white tennis shoes. Y'all ain't saying that. Wear your white button down, white, white Levi's, amen, praise God. Wear you some white Nikes. Y'all ain't saying that. I ain't saying you got to dress up in heels. I ain't saying you got to dress up in a dress. If you, I want you to be comfortable because it's really fourth Sunday. And that's dress down day anyway. But I want everybody to dress up in white. We're going to be holy in the presence of God and we're going to magnify him. Now, clothes do not make you holy. A lifestyle does, but we're going to wear our white. Because guess what? Trinity, we have a dove that's without logo. Amen. Praise God. And most doves are white. So let's praise God. See, it was Pentecostal when the Holy Ghost fell on the church. So we're believing that the Holy Ghost is going to move like never before next Sunday. The Holy Ghost is moving right now, but it's going to move amazing. Healing, deliverance, and breakthroughs. So next Sunday is Pentecostal Sunday. Amen? So we're going to praise God next Sunday like never before. We're going to dance, we're going to shout, we're going to run. That's why I wear your tennis shoes, y'all ain't saying. So what are you? I thought that was a word of faith, church. We are. It's in the word that the Pentecostal hit the church. Amen. So next Sunday, Pentecostal Sunday. Invite your friends. Amen. Praise God. Young people, invite your friends. Amen. Tell them they were, we're wearing all white. Amen. Praise God. Invite your friends. If, 
I know graduation and all of that is going on right now, but can we get excited about the Lord? Amen. Amen. Can we get excited about the Lord? Yeah. Can we show up on one accord? Because the Bible said when they were on one accord, the Holy Ghost moved. So let's be on one accord to next Sunday. Let's go all night. Amen. And we're going to praise God and we're going to watch God work. Amen. Come on, let's thank God for these musicians. God bless the musicians the Lord has blessed us with. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, thank God for yourself being here today. Come on, give yourself a hand. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's thank God for the first lady of this house. First lady, Katrina Sabrina Davis. First lady spoke last Sunday. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I mean, she did a marvelous job. Motherhood in God, in a godly eyesight, in God eyesight. Mother, she did a magnificent job. Amen. Amen. Praise God. She seen herself all this week, all last week. Amen. I said, baby, look at you crazy. Got over 100 views. Look at God. I think that I'm going to shout at about 300 or 400 now. I said, baby, you might get a thousand. Amen. Before it's all over, and I just thank God how God used the first lady of this house, how how so many of you supported first lady. Amen. Praise God, and I just love what God is doing in her life for chapter fifty one. Amen. She just graduated. Amen. Amen. Mother, mother, pay has been good to Lady Davis. Amen. And we're believing much more for the month of June. Which June is a good month? Because that's the month your bishop birthday is in. Amen. Praise God. Oh, y'all ain't singing the song. Okay, y'all ain't got to get excited. I get excited for myself. I'm looking forward to 52. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I said, soon the 52 dollars see I'm looking forward. Oh, yes, I'm a young man. I'm looking forward to chapter 52. Hallelujah. So, also, amen, next month, Love City, Love City, Love City, amen, praise God. Baby girl, do you have a clip of Love City over there? Can you pull that up? Amen, praise God. Everybody that's the age of 13 through 18, you don't have it? Oh, it might be on not in CBT, baby girl, but I have it next, I have it next Sunday, amen. Love City, USA, in in Texas, amen, praise God, it's a black-owned, black-operated, the first black-owned, black-operated in the United States of America, amen, praise God, hallelujah, it's a campground in the city of Houston. My apostle has built a love city campground in the city of Houston, Tennessee. Yeah, y'all ain't saying that. It has, it has a skating ring, it has the gold cars, it has a basketball, and guess what? It also has dormitories. So every teenager that's a part of Trinity, amen, praise God, hallelujah, the month of June the 26th through the 29th, amen, praise God, we will be going there, the youth Amen. In here, amen. From the ages of 13 through 18. Now watch this. If you know somebody that don't go to Trinity, but they are at the age of 13 to 18, and you would like to sponsor them, it's only $199. Last year it was $299. They slashed the price. Y'all ain't saying nothing. 
Let me say that again. They slash the price. I know your child is worth $199. For four days, the way that they won't be in the house eating up everything, worrying you to death, turning the lights on, leaving all. For four days that week, amen, praise God, they will be in Houston, Texas. You ought to want to sow that seed for your child. They will have fun and they're going to learn who Jesus is. Let me say that again. They're going to have fun because they need to know being saved is fun. Because what the world has said being saved is boy, the devil is a lie. Yeah, from June the 26th through the 29th, the age of 13 through 18. Sow that seed of $199 for your child. Come on now, you can't be cheap for your child. Amen. Amen. When you got your hair fixed, you almost paid two or $300. You didn't say nothing. So that you can look good. Sow that seed so they can learn about the Lord and have fun learning. It's a black home. All they saying, and I guess I, when I said that, I guess people just flipped me off when I said that. Cause let's be, most campgrounds are not owned by black owned. No, they're not. Not in the United States of America, they are not. And it's not just for black children; it's for all children. But it's black owned, black operated in the city of Houston. Watch this. They even got a beach there. He said, how did he build a beach? Yeah, he built a beach. Yeah, sandy ground, sandy, a beach. He did it in the heart of Houston. You do know a beach is nothing but a hole, right? <laughs> Let me serve it. This is nothing but a hole. Amen, praise God. Yeah, he had to go through some trials and tribulations because people in the city didn't want it. But guess what? That man has favor. And the same favor on him is the same favor on me. Amen. Praise God. So when you got favor with God, when man say you can't do something, God has a way of giving you favor so you can. So guess what? They're going to be on the beach too in, in Houston. $199. Watch this. And they're going to live in state-of-the-art dormitories. I said the state of the art dormitories. Meaning they're going to live in air. Y'all ain't saying that. Meaning they're going to have a stall. Y'all ain't saying that they're going to have showers. All of this. They have done all of this with their east location. That east location that used to be Joel Osteen Old Church before he bought Houston Rockets Old Arena. Yeah. So. Every parent that has an adult, a young adult, or a teenager from the age of 13 through 18, you need to do this. If you want to know more about it, if you want your child signed up, I need you to see Sister Vivian. Sister Vivian, raise your hand. Amen. Praise God. And we need to have your money by mid-June. Let me say that again. We need to have your money by mid-June. Are you listening to Bishop? Say, I hear you, Bishop. 
Amen. I ain't hear nothing on this side. Y'all all right this morning? I, I, I hear you, Bishop. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Your enthusiasm just overwhelms me. Hallelujah. Black home, black operating. Amen. Help us, oh Lord. All right. Let's go into the word of God. Let's go into the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Let me take my jacket off because I really need to teach this today. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lady Davis. Amen. Love you so much. You look so beautiful, Sheba. God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You know, I've been doing a series this month. Amen. Praise God. And I'm going to continue in that series. I've been talking about we are a healthy church. Come on, repeat after me. We are a healthy church. Healthy church. Uh, come on, let's say that again. We are a healthy church. We are a healthy church. Come on, say it again. We are a healthy church. We are a healthy church. Whatever you say you are, you are. But you got to first say it. Amen. Praise God. We are a healthy church. A healthy church is a church that established the kingdom of God here on earth. I want you to understand Jesus came to establish the kingdom of God. He did not come for religion. He did not come for tradition. He came to establish the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is set up with principles. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Satan sets his kingdom up with principalities. God sets his kingdom up with the principles of God. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Amen. Satan wants you to be disobedient because that's up under principalities. Principles, God wants you to be obedient. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I need you to hear me this morning. See, a healthy church on earth is a church that sets the principles of God in motion. So we are not a religion church. We are a church that have a relationship with God. And if you have a relationship with the Lord, then you know how to set the kingdom right on yeah, earth. Yeah. So today, amen, praise God, we want to continue on that. If you have your Bibles, amen, praise God, let's go, amen, to 3 John 1 and 2. 3 John 1 and 2, amen. There's only one chapter in 3 John. Sir. <laughs> 3 John 1 and 2, verse 2. 3 John, 3 John 1 and verse 2. That is our scripture for our foundation today. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the King James Version. Amen. Praise God. If you don't have your Bibles, you can look on the screens. It's right here on the screens if you don't. Amen. Praise God. And it says, Beloved. Now this is John talking to one of his pastors. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's talking to one of his brothers in Christ. His pastor. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to say it's Gary. Harriet that he's talking to. Amen. Gacy. I hope I prayed. Gail. Yeah, he's talking to Gail. Gail is the pastor. And look what he says to him. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou might prosper and be in health even as thou soul 
possible. Look what it says in the messenger. Here's what it says in the messenger. I pray for good fortune and everything you do come and for your good health that, that your everyday affairs prosper. In other words, in everything you do, I want you to prosper, Pastor. Amen. Praise God. And even as your soul Prosper. Come on. Come on, repeat after me. We are a healthy church. We, we are a healthy church. We are a healthy church. We are a healthy church. According to John 1 and 2. According to John 1 and 2. Amen. 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 Here's five. Five mechanics of a healthy church. I want you to write these down now. When I set the foundation for the first Sunday. I talked about uh, a healthy church is a church that knows its salvation. The second one today is a healthy church knows its surrounding. So I want to talk about a healthy inner circle. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me say that again. A healthy inner circle or inner circle. See, your inner circle has a lot to do with you being a healthy church. Come on, Bishop. And today, if you just give me a moment, I'm going to teach on this. And I'll let you go and we'll start our day off. Amen. Praise God. Fellowshipping with our families. But your inner circle is very important. It determines you having a healthy church. It also demonstrates the kingdom of God. See, the kingdom of God is wherever you go, not just the church. It's wherever you go because we don't spend all our days, seven days a week here. We go on our job. We go in our neighborhoods or whatever. See, your inner circle is very important that it's healthy. Because if you're in that circle and that circle ain't healthy, you ain't healthy because you're still in that circle. Some of you don't believe that. All right. Let me show you. Amen. Praise God. Here's the first one. To having, an inner, to having a healthy inner circle. As a healthy church. Amen. A healthy team. A healthy team. Your inner circle is people who is part of your everyday walk. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Or, or, or your inner circle could be your family. Could be your friends, could be your co-workers, could be your neighbor. It could be anybody that you associate with outside of just here in the church. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Talk to Bishop. Yes, you do. You're, all of us in here have people who we communicate with, who we walk with, who we talk with. who we. Your inner circle must be healthy. So your team must be healthy. Let me show you in the word of God. Go to Amos 3 and 3. Look what Amos 3 and 3 says. Amos 3 and 3 says in the King James Version, can two walk together except they be in agreement? Let me say that again. Can two walk together except they be in agreement? Whoever you are associating with, you connected to them. They in your inner circle. So the question is, uh, do they have the same beliefs as you? Come 
Do they believe in Jesus Christ? Do they belong to a church? Y'all ain't saying I don't care what kind of car they drive. I don't care how much money they make. It's your, your inner circle. Do they believe in Jesus Christ? Is the Lord the number one thing in their life? Come on, Bishop. See, we're talking about inner circle. I ain't talking about I ain't talking about Sue Ellen. I ain't talking about your best friend that been been your best friend for 40 years, 50 years, y'all grew up. The question is right now. Right now. We're talking about right now. Your innocent. Is it Christ-like? Are you talking about the Lord? Or are you gossiping? Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Talk to Bishop. Look what it says in the messenger. Amos 3 and 3. Do two people walk hand in hand if they aren't going to the same place? Let me say it again. This is the messenger off of the same scripture of Amos 3 and 3. Do two people walk hand in hand if they aren't going to the same I don't care if it's your family, your friends, your co-workers, your, 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 your bestie. Amen. Praise God. But the, the question is, is your inner circle healthy? Think about that. Now. Your, I'm talking about your inner circle. I'm talking about, I'm talking about that person that, that'll ride or die with you. Even when you wrong, they'll ride and die with you. If your inner circle is like that, that's not healthy for your church. I ain't gonna get a lot. Of, yeah, this pastoral today. Today, I ain't gonna get a lot of amens today. I, 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 I'm not talking about nobody. Amen. Praise God. So if the Holy Ghost give me something to say, that's the Holy Spirit. And that my wife ain't told me nothing. My administrators ain't told me nothing. My mother ministry ain't told me nothing. My media ain't told me nothing. My musicians ain't told me nothing. This is the Lord. Amen. Come on, Bishop. Is your inner circle healthy? Because if your inner circle is jacked up, it don't matter how you look today. You ain't healthy. Because those, those conversations you have, and God know, God heard them. He heard them. God heard you cussing in the conversation. You got a cussing friend, so you cuss every now and then. Your inner circle. I'm talking about your inner circle. They cuss, you cuss. Come on now. Hey, Lord. But is it healthy for the church? No, sir. Talk to Bishop. No, sir. Is it her? How, how are you being effective for the kingdom of God? There is a reason why you can't evangelize. Because you cuss it. And people know you still cuss. So why would they want to come to a church where you cuss? In a circle. In a circle. In a circle. Move me, Lord. You have to ask yourself because if that circle is not good for you, if that circle is not helping you grow closer to Christ, if that circle is not helping you pray so that you can get an understanding of God, why are you in the inner circle? Oh, because they, they know the people. 
Because they got this, they got that. They're part of this. I understand, I understand brotherlyhood. I understand sisterhood. I understand all of this stuff. But what about the kingdomhood? Come on, Bishop. What about the kingdomhood? What about you doing? Is that circle demonstrating the Lord? Is it making your Christ-like walk stronger? Are they talking faith or are they talking frustration? Because if your inner circle is talking faith, then you can only grow in faith. But the question is, are they talking about faith or are they talking about somebody? Somebody that you don't like and they don't love. That they don't like. Somebody that is, who have fell on hard times and now you're you, you talking about and, and when they call you, you entertain it too. Shame on you when you've been on the Trinity. Mm. Shame on me, Lord. You gotta stop doing it. See, your inner circle has a lot to do with can God trust you with much more? You, see, see, and some of you in the inner circles because you see what other people got, but they got a lot of flaws. And they, 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 they don't give to God. Is your inner circle, are everybody in the inner circle a tiger? Nope. You gotta cry out bishop. Let me take a drink. Let me take a drink. Amen. Yeah, it's tight, but it's right. Yeah. <laughs> see, because everybody in the inner circle not tired. But they live in a mansion and they drive several cars, but they're not a tiger. And, and you and you fascinated by that, but they got a title. Yes, yes, yes. I don't care if they are VP. I don't care if they are PIP. I don't care if they are president. I don't care if they sit on this board, sit on that board. I don't care if they are that they're part of the commissioner. I don't care. I don't care less about all of them. But the question is, do they serve the Lord? Amen. You're a believer. But you want to be in their inner circle because they got connections around the city and they know people. But they don't have the number one connection, and that's with Jesus. Come on, Bishop. See, we're missing this thing. Your surroundings have see you think if you be a part of their cliques, amen. Praise God, then your life will be like that. Don't you know God got much more? Don't you know God can raise you up the same way? You serve him. Come on, bitch. And you have the right heart. You won't be low down. You won't be cutthroat. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. A lot of people got money, but they low down. Come on, bitch. They connive. They get old old people. And if you in that circle, you find yourself just like that. In a circle. Your inner circle must be healthy. Let me move on to number two because I can stay on inner circle all day long, but I got to move on. I got to move on because you, you, you know we are associated with some people that's real low down. They are real low and you know they real low down. You know it because you just as low down as they are. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't got quiet on You just as low down they are. You're just as mean as hell as they are. That's why you like them. That's why you run with them. That's why you click up with them. Because you're the same way. It's tight. But it's right. 
but it's right. <laughs> Number two! Healthy thoughts. Healthy thoughts. Healthy thoughts. Give me that healthy thoughts, Lord. Healthy thoughts. Hey, Lord. You have to ask. Go to Proverbs 16 and 3. Look what Proverbs 16 and 3 says. Proverbs 16 and 3. Look what it says. Commit thy works unto the Lord. Commit thy works unto the Lord. Commit thy works unto the Lord. And thy thoughts shall be established. Most of your thoughts are not like God because you have yet to commit yourself to the Lord. I know how committed you are according to how you are committed to this local church. They got quiet right there. I got amen from the mothers because the mother shows up. It's tight, but it's right. Let me see. I'm, I'm teaching today. Yeah, I'm disturbing your spirit. But I'm going to make your spirit right with God. And that's my assignment. My assignment is not to be your friend, not to be your partner, not to say, well, Bishop is a cool bishop. No, Bishop is a righteous bishop. And I'm going to teach you right if you stay under here. See, most of you don't want to commit to God like that. I come to church when I want to come to church. That's that's it. I, I still just because I ain't in church, I still know the Lord. You so out of order thinking like that. You so out of talk, out of order talking like that. You are definitely out of order talking like that. And it shows the maturity of you in Christ. I know you forty plus, fifty plus, sixty plus, thirty plus, but that still does not mean you are mature in Christ. Paul said. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I acted as a child. I thought like a child. But now that I'm no longer a child, I put away childish thinking. We're doing this in the church. We do it. Get mad at the bishop. Don't want to say nothing to the bishop. Who he think he is. I'm son from God. See, when you sit from God, you cannot look at the faces and worry how people feel. That's why the Bible said many are called, but few are chosen. On, when you got a call on your life, you got to stand behind this sacred desk and you got to speak the truth, whether it's four folks or whether it's 400. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. Are you, do you have healthy thoughts? Come on, Bishop. Do you really have healthy thoughts? Come on. She finna give me my money. I gave her money on the strength of her saying she was gonna give it back. If she ain't got my money by the time I get out the church, she gonna see a side on me like she ain't never seen. What kind of thought do you have? Your, your thought, now you finna get broad. Now you finna get ruthless. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right, son. Gangster. And you're supposed to be a child. You got a gangster spirit. Thoughts! We're talking about thoughts! Your inner circle. Inner circle. I'm going to tell you what's on my mind. This is what's on my mind. You got to get out of that circle. When people start just saying what they want to say. Because that's on their mind. They don't care if you're a woman of God or a man of God or not. So they have no respect of the mental that you do carry. So now they just say whatever's on their mind. 
just disrespecting who you are in Christ. Yeah. And you just be and you just play it to the side. Girl, I understand. The devil is a lie. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. The Holy Ghost in some of y'all conversations right now. Help it, God. Look what it says in the message. Put God in charge. Just the message. Put God in charge of your works. Is God really in charge of your life? Yes, Lord. Because some of you are not committed. Some of you show up when you want to show up. Some of you tired when you want to tire. Listen, man, say amen. If you don't want to say amen, say out. You literally do this. What if you was working on a job and they paid you when they wanted to pay you? Or you wouldn't stay there? You would not stay there because how could you pay your bills like that? But you won't commit to God. I don't feel like it today. My head hurts. So you're telling me, because your head hurt, you ain't going to come to church. But your head was hurt last week when you went to work Monday through Friday. Or Monday through Saturday. You went to work. I mean, you literally went to work. Walking around talking about your head hurt. It's still hurting because you keep speaking that it's hurt. Instead of you speaking the word of God of Isaiah 53 and 5. You won't do that. See, y'all ain't got quiet on mission in here. See, we're talking about thoughts. Because this is how you do the church. You do God. You do God just like this. And then you wonder why you get bypassed on a promotion that you help somebody when you know you qualified, but you was helping everybody else. So you really qualified. You didn't get it because your thoughts are still jacked up. Come on, Bishop. So you think God don't know your thoughts. He does. He know all of our thoughts. He know how many hairs on everybody in here right now. He know your, he know your good. He know your bad. Amen. But when you gonna commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. When you gonna commit it to God? When you gonna roll it over to God? I prayed about it, but I don't see no change. You prayed about it, but you prayed in a mist. Come on, oh, y'all ain't saying that. You prayed about it. But you prayed in the midst. You wasn't right. Your posture wasn't right. When you prayed, you prayed out of upset. You prayed because you were bitter. You prayed because you was angry. You prayed because you felt like somebody did you some way. You see, you prayed in your heart. Your posture is not right. So when you pray, it's, it's a prayer in the midst. It go up, but it goes nowhere. Yeah. Charge of your works, and then what ye plan will take place. Let me say that again. This is the messenger. Put God in charge of your works. Then what you have planned will take place. Yes. Have you ever have you ever considered the reason why things ain't took place is because God is not in the right place. You don't have God in the right place. And you know you don't. You don't. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. See, you can't have a worldly mindset when you're trying to get the kingdom to establish you on earth. Seek ye first the kingdom of God in his righteousness. And all of those things will be added. Come on, Bishop. If God is in charge, 
He's telling you to leave that man alone. You don't want to hear the Holy Ghost when he said that. You don't want to hear the Holy Ghost when the Holy Ghost tells you, stop sleeping with that man. That ain't your husband. That got quiet on Bishop today. I'm talking about your inner circle. Because your boo thing might be your inner circle. But the Holy Ghost is saying, if you commit your ways unto me, I'll bless you beyond your dreams. He said if you commit, that means you got to commit your body and everything to God. So you can't, you can't commit your body to Joe, Joe Willie. You can't commit your body to Joe Willie in Jesus too. You got to make up in your mind which one you want. You want Joe Willie or you want Jesus? Which one do you want? But Bishop, I got needs. God said he'll supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. That's Philippians 4 and 19. You'll understand, Bishop, I got needs. God said he'll supply all of your needs according to your riches. Well, Bishop, have you ever considered maybe the Lord brought your willing to me? I lie! We love to bring God down on our Bishop, you don't understand. I do understand. Commit your ways unto the Lord. And he'll change your thoughts. He'll change the thoughts. If you're in a circle that got bad thoughts. Girl, you know what I'm saying? Girl, he called me and I played hard with him. I, I, I was going to make him pay everything. And I still wasn't going to get him and give him nothing. Get out of that circle. Get out of that conversation. See, y'all don't like this. Get off your phones, listen to Bishop. Pay attention. Because you still hear me even if you're looking on your phone with your head down. You better hear me. Don't play with me today. Don't play with the Holy Spirit today. Because some of you y'all inner circles are real bad. You like it because you like the stuff that goes on in those inner circles. God is not pleased with that. Girl, I took everything from him. So now, the young lady that you know, that you talk to, now she's a shyster. She's a manipulator. And you still talking to her. Guess what? You got some spirits like a manipulating spirit too. You know how she is. I don't care how long you've been knowing her. You know how she is. She's your inner circle. I'm going to do what I want to do, girl. I ain't married. Because you ain't gonna never get married in that circle. They'll never get married because she has a he or she has a different perspective. So you gotta get out of that circle. Have you ever considered that circle is the reason why you can't get married? Is the reason why you get you always attracting foolish jokers? Because everybody in your circle like foolish jokers. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Get out of it. That's not a good inner circle. That's not a healthy inner circle. I'm telling you, it's not a good It's not healthy for you. It's not. I don't care what car they drive. I don't care how many businesses they got. I don't care what crib they got. If they got that mindset, you got to get out of that circle. Because what I'm teaching you is going to disturb you. You either going to stay in that or you're going to disregard what I'm saying. But one or the other got to happen to you. Amen. Amen. 
thoughts. Here's number three. Let me move on. Healthy thoughts. You better put God in charge. And stop thinking it's all about you. Stop thinking it's, it's it. You better stop leaning to your own understanding. And acknowledge the Lord. Stop leaning to your own. I don't care how old you are. You better hear the Lord today. The Lord is not playing. Come the month of June. It's going to be a major shutdown. I don't know what type. I don't know if it's dealing with banks. I don't, I don't know what the month of June is going to be another major shutdown. You thought the pandemic was something. You ain't seen. I'm telling you. So if, I'm, if the Holy Ghost is leading me to teach on this and prepare you, I'm warning you. So don't leave out of here like you didn't hear it when you see it on CNN. Number three, a healthy tongue. I was talking about that earlier. But go to James 3 and 8. A healthy tongue, a healthy tongue. Your inner circle must have a healthy tongue. Are they saying, are they speaking well about people? If you are in an inner circle that's not speaking well about people and speaking bad about people or speaking how people messed up and people done this and people done that, get out of that circle. That's not good. Because you will have a gossiping spirit. And you don't even realize you're not created to have a gossiping spirit. You are created to have the gospel spirit. The gospel is the good news. Speak well about people. Even when they are bad, speak well about them. Speak well about them. Because your words might be the words that change their position. Bishop have always told you, you cannot stay up under me and stay the same. I couldn't stay the same when I got up on the Apostle Ivy Hill. I couldn't stay the same. That man changed my thinking. He changed my mental. He, cha he helped change my marriage. That it was built. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So it's my assignment to do the same for you. I got married couples that belong to this church. Won't even come to this church. Be quiet on them. Be quiet on this think God would have placed you under me if I couldn't help you? You go to everybody else to help you in your marriage when you need spiritual counseling. Amen. Now watch this. I have a couple here that's married. I ain't gonna say who they are. They married was in distress. They came to me. Their marriage is much better. Amen. Now, the Holy Ghost told me that the enemy was trying to keep them away from coming to me. Because people told him, don't tell, don't go to your pastor and tell him all y'all business. Mm. Yes, sir. See, I done told you. You don't need to be in no inner circle that's putting their mouth on your pastor. Amen. circle you need to get out of. Because
Because you don't put your mouth on their pastor. Even if they say something about their pastor, you better not entertain it. Because I know I'm teaching you better. So don't you entertain that. Because the Bible said, touch not my anointing, nor do my prophets any harm. That's the word. So regardless of when they get upset with a pastor, don't you entertain that in that conversation. You have a right to rebuke them. No, we ain't going to do that. We're going to pray for your pastor, but we ain't going to talk about your pastor. And you wrong for bringing that up like that. You need to pray to God so God can give you a better understanding. But I dare not get in trouble with God since you brought it up. Oh, the bishop, he didn't brainwash you. No, that's the word of God. How have I brainwashed you when I've given you truth? That's not brainwashed when I give you truth. Brainwashing is lies. Manipulation. All manipulation, that's, that's wrong. But I'm giving you truth. The word says that. So it's important that you understand you don't let your tongue be so loose and out of control. To where it, it hinders you. Your tongue can sabotage some major blessings in your life. Oh, ain't gonna never get out of this situation. You ain't gonna never get out. You say Did nobody say Did nobody say it but you? You, you, you say it. Because you're listening to somebody else bring their problems to you. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Talk to Bishop. Bishop have told you this before, and I'm going to tell you again. Write it down. Hashtag. Do it all. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Your people emergencies is not your urgencies. Amen. Let me say that again. Because I didn't get a lot of amens on that. People emergencies is not your urgencies. God didn't tell you to move. Don't you move. You pray. Because what happened is now they'll start looking at you being God. There's a difference between being a blessing and being God. There's a difference. You can bless somebody and speak well of them and believe that God is going to turn it around. But when it starts becoming a attenuation thing, oh no, we got to talk now. We got we got to talk about faith, cause I need to get you right. We 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 even do this. No no no, we even do this. We even, I'm finna get I'm finna help you get right. Either I'm gonna help you get right, or you are gonna get ghosts. And I ain't talking about ghosts too. You gonna get ghosts. One of the two. Look what the Bible says, James three and eight. But the tongue can do no. But the but the tongue can do no man, no no man can tame. Excuse me. It is unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Now watch what it says in the messenger. Like the messenger, Amen. Praise God, Hallelujah. I was in the amplifier, but the messenger really breaks some things down so you can understand. But you can't tame a tongue. It's amazing how it's the smallest thing on our body, but it's the hardest thing to control. Because sometimes we say stuff that we shouldn't say. Yes, Lord. 
And when you say it, it's out there. So you have, it's, that's why it's always good sometimes to pray before you say something. I had to learn that. See, apostle had to teach me that because sometimes you made me mad. My, I mean, my tongue will flow off. And some of y'all still dealing with that right now. You Somebody rub you the wrong way. You're going to first give them a look. And then after that, man, what's in your heart finna flow like the rivers of a living. I mean, it just finna flow like a river. Amen. Praise God. And then you're going to be ready to brawl. We can't be believers and ready to brawl. You know I'm telling the truth. It's tight, but it's right. Look what it says. But you can't tame the Tame a tongue. It is never, it's never been done. The tongue runs wild. If you are in a circle that they tongue runs wild. They're always talking about wildest stuff. You got to get out of that circle. When they get to talking about tricking a man, doing all of this, setting up something, like that, you got to get out of that circle. Y'all got quiet on this show. Same when you're in a circle when they say, "Girl, how was church today?" When you when you need to say, "You sure okay?" They ask you, "How was church?" Because they got so much hellish in them, they don't want to come to church. So they say, "Girl, how was church?" And then they'll turn right around and talk about some bad, foolish stuff. That does show, it shows that are you in the word or are you just part of the word? Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, I'm talking about your inner circle. Yeah, if you are a believer, everybody should be in your inner circle as a believer. And they should be acting and talking like a believer. They might be a believer, but they ain't acting and talking. Then they should be living like that. If you ain't living like that, correct it. The tongue runs wild. And it's a killer. That's what it says in the message. You got to get your tongue right. Your tongue is what's holding you back from seeing the manifestation of God. Get your tongue right. I got to get my tongue right. I got to get my thoughts right. I got to get my team right. Here's number four. I got to get my talking right. Are you talking wealthy? Or are you talking like a poor man broke? What you talking like? Are you talking like a wealthy man? Wealthy woman? Or are you talking like a poor Man or woman talk. If you talk poor, you won't stay poor. You talk healthy and prosperous, you're going to be what you talk about. So that's why when I started off, I told everybody, everybody said, I'm a healthy church. Someone you had, someone you had disposition, you didn't even want to say that. What you come to church for? Because I don't want to hear none of the leaders' mouth. You should hear their mouth. Quiet on Bishop up in here. It's their assignment. They should say, Why you wasn't at church today? Oh, here you go. They're a leader in the church. You can ignore them, but guess what? God will fix it where you'll see them in the store. Look at the number and know where I don't even feel like hearing it. Don't even answer the phone. 
And later on, late that, that evening, you walk right up in the morning stove at the stove. What you gonna do? Go down the other aisle. They already see you now. Oh, I'm running. <laughs> and sometimes when I see some of my members that I ain't seen in ump Sundays, I don't even talk about no. I just hug them and said, God bless you. Blessed to see you. How the family doing? Stay well. Because guess what? The Holy Ghost going to convict them like never before. Holy Ghost going to be on them like coals of fire. That's what the Bible said would be like. So I don't need to say it. I don't need to say that. I don't need to say that Because the Holy Ghost going to deal with you. And if the Holy Ghost is dealing with you and you ignore the Holy Ghost, you it's just a matter of time before you turn over to a reprobate mind. Mm, got quiet right there. A healthy talk, a healthy talk, a healthy talk. Ephesians 4 and 29, Ephesians 4 and 29, Ephesians 4 and 29. Look what it says. Let no corruption communication proceed out of your mouth. I need to read that right. That sentence again. Let no see, see, because I wanted to show you in the word, so you won't just think I'm standing up here just literally going off, but I'm literally saying what the word is saying. Let no corruption let, let, let no corruption communication proceed out of your mouth. If you got somebody in your circle that's doing the opposite of that, are you still in that circle? Can you help me? What what are they doing to you? Because if they're talking corruption, how are they adding value to you? What I'm saying to you is adding value to you. But what are they saying to where is it, it makes you want to always receive their phone call when you know the stuff they are talking about? What? You've been childhood friends that long to where that you don't realize now that you are in Christ, you are a new creature and old things are passed away. It's time for you to distance yourself from them because they don't realize what it means to be born again. And they probably hadn't been really born again, let alone receive the Holy Spirit once they got born again. So see, when you don't have the Holy Spirit like you should, that's why you Excuse me. That's why you cuss a lot. Because you have yet to ask the Holy Spirit to tame your tongue. You have yet to ask the Holy Spirit to help you be better and not react so much. See, you, you, you're scared to ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And the Lord said, I sent a help, I sent a, I left a helpmate for you, the Holy Spirit. Some of you don't pray like that because you don't really want to take that away because that image has made you attract people. Some men like women that cuss. Y'all ain't got quiet on Bishop in here. Some women, y'all keep it real. Some, some, some men like that. Some women, like men, they cuss a lot. Because they cuss a lot. So they got that in common. Y'all ain't got quiet on me. It's not a funeral. See, I'm helping you because you need to understand you attract what you are. Y'all ain't saying you attract what you are. So you have to understand if you are a person 
that's not slowful, and the person you attract is slowful, y'all ain't gonna make it long. Y'all ain't gonna make it long. And I ain't, I'm not, y'all not gonna make it. Cause see, one or the other is going to happen. Y'all ain't saying nothing. If you are in a circle that's like that, that circle will not last long. Y'all better hear, Bishop. Let no corruption communicate. See, these casual conversations we have, these casual conversations get us in trouble with, as Christians. Man, I'm finna say what I'm about to say, man, but excuse me, man. No. What you finna do is wait till I get out of your presence. Because when you say that, that lets me know you finna cuss. So I ain't gonna let you disrespect my mental. So what I'm finna do is leave. Hold what you finna say, Doc. Give me a moment. Y'all be blessed. I'm finna leave. Because I know you finna say some foolishness. Because somebody done made you mad. And you have yet to allow the Holy Spirit to come in your heart. To tame your tongue. Whatever's in your heart don't come out your mouth. So the Holy Spirit got to get in your heart so that it can tame your tongue. So that you won't have corruption communication. That's why you still see people having bad tongues. Because the Holy Spirit ain't got in your heart. You not let the Holy Spirit pierce your heart to where it changes your tongue. It changes your tongue. Because the Holy Spirit is real if you invite, if you let the Holy Spirit come in. It'll tame your tongue when somebody says something wrong about you, somebody does something wrong to you, it'll tame your tongue because your Holy Spirit, because your heart been pierced with the Holy Spirit. He's in me. So I ain't gonna act like I should. I'm gonna be who I've been called to be. And the Holy Spirit will help you. But that which is good to be used of edifying, that it that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Yes, See, when the Holy Spirit is in your heart, you understand grace. And you know that you once was like that. But now that you're in God, you are a believer of God. You've been born again. The Holy Spirit is inside of me. I'm not going to entertain this corrupt, this communication. I'm not going to entertain this casual talk. I'm good. Y'all go ahead. Watch this. Look what it says in the messenger. Watch this, watch this. Messenger. Look what it says. Watch the way you talk. Yes. <laughs> Look what it says. Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul or dirty come out of your mouth. Say only what helps each word a gift. See, when the Holy Spirit is in your heart, you're going to watch what your tongue say. You're going to watch how you talk. You're going to watch how you talk. See, I had to learn that. See, I told you, Apostle helped me a lot. I said, I told you he changed my marriage. See, I had to learn that because sometimes when I got married, me and my wife would have some battles. We would talk at each other. See, see y'all got quiet. 
There's no married couple that's here that's up under my leadership. Bishop and Lady Davis can't help because we 32, in the, 32 years in the game. And we up under somebody that's been in the game for 60 years. So what else I don't know, I got a direct line to find the answer. Why would you want to see be up under? So again, like I said, watch what you talk. Watch what you watch the ways you talk. Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul or dirty. And see, we was like that because we I get mad, we talk at each other. But now, the Holy Ghost hold back the thing. Because sometimes, man, look here. Sometimes, man, I've been wanting to say, but the Holy Ghost won't let me say Amen. 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 So I literally said, honey, how are we going to work this situation out? <laughs> I told you the Holy Ghost. See, back then, my God be like, man, you done knocked your man down. Man. Come on. Amen. Hey, talk about but it. But the Holy Spirit. Talk about it. And I do have, I still have the spirit of no. That's part of the anointing. And the, yeah, anointing. N A N O. That starts anointing. So when you say no, it has anointing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But my but but the way I talk now, I'm cool. Sometimes my wife be like, You alright? I say, I'm cool. You know what they just said? I say, Yeah, I do. But that's alright. I got grace. I'm calm. I'm cool. God will vindicate me. I'm alright. And he will validate. Watch this. Amen. Here's number five. Let me close this thing on now. Here's number five. Let me close this on now. Here's number five. Hallelujah. Got 15 more minutes. That will be done by 1.30. A healthy, um, baby, that ain't right. No. Did I say, did I type that down? Okay, forgive me. That shouldn't have been that, honey. Forgive me, forgive me, baby girl. Healthy temperament. Temperament. Yes, temperament. I could have sworn I, I spelled temperament. I was forgive me. That's on Bishop. Forgive me, baby girl. Yeah. Yeah. Temperament. T E M A M E N T. A healthy temperament. See, I just I'm in number five right now. Close. A health a healthy temperament. See, you don't understand. When you have a healthy temperament, it will carry you a long way in life. Less stress. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Less high blood pressure. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm talking to somebody right now. You might be taking some pills right now because you got high blood pressure. It ain't just all about just eating the right foods. Sometimes it can be about you inside just always mad and want to control everything. And you need to understand you can't control everything. You ain't God. Yeah, you got quiet right there. Then I touched from right there. Yeah. See, it ain't all about what you eat. It got you with that high blood pressure, that high cholesterol. Some of that's you. Some of that's just flat out you. Go to the doctor, your pressure down. Go to the doctor, your cholesterol down. But you still feel drowsy. You still feel like you can't, you ain't got it. That's you. Inside of you is just tore up. It needs the Holy Spirit. Come on, man. 
A healthy temperament. Your circle, everybody in your circle should have that. If you got somebody in your circle, whether you married, your friends, or have whatever your inner circle is, if they toxic, you might want to get out of that circle. Because it's draining you. And I always tell people, God do not want divorce, even though divorce came about because there was man hard, being hardened. So that's why Moses permitted it. Because see, some of the men wanted to get divorced so they can go sleep with Sue Ellen because they seen Sue Ellen. So they would go to Moses and say, Moses, write me a letter to divorce this woman that I'm married to because Sue Ellen looks better. Sue Ellen can do some things that, 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 that Erica can't do. Uh, Y'all think I'm lying? That's the Bible. It still goes on today. It's no different. It still goes on today. Some people get divorced because they got their eye on something else. Because they think the grass, grass is greener on the other side. But have you ever have you ever thought about the grass might be green on the top, but once you get inside and step on the grass, it got holes and everything. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You think you're the only one going in there. I'm trying to keep it as possible. It's trying to keep it clean as possible. Because I do know people are watching, so I'm trying to keep it a PG. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you, you're reading between the lines. Come on now. So you have to understand that's a, a lot of divorces go on. Amen. Praise God. And sometimes, a lot of times, uh, divorces go on because the one and the other have the wrong temperament. Amen. Praise God. You didn't fell on hard times. Man, do you know Bishop and Lady Davis can write the book about hard times? Come on. But we're still together. Because the Bible said whatever God puts together, no man can separate. No, in other words, nothing will separate us if God has put us together. Nothing. Nothing. So you have to understand if you are meant to be, God gonna make sure He makes provision. You God gonna sustain you through that hard time. Amen. Now watch this. If he does, both of you gonna become intimate with him. Amen. Both of you gonna become intimate. So it's important, sisters and brothers, whatever circle you got, you have the right you have the right temperament in that circle. If you got a girlfriend that's always complaining, never happy, always talking down on a man or her husband. Get out of that circle. Because you don't want that on you. That's right. That's right. You don't want that on you. He just lazy. He can't do this. He can't do that. Girl, I'm just so upset right now, girl. Girl, he ain't even performing like he was before. In other words, she's telling you she already stepping out. It's tight, but it's right. Because watch this. Before you step out, you visualize it. Once you visualize it, you already done it. Before you do it. Amen. Y'all may say, watch your inner circle. The temperament is very important. 
It is very important. If they mad all the time, what, what is wrong with you all the time? Just never has nothing good to say. That's a poor man talking. That's a poor woman talking. That circle is poor. I don't care how materialist things are. That's a poor circle. And if your circle is centered around materialistic stuff, that's still a poor circle. That's still a poor circle. If they're never Speaking well about other people or talking about helping other people. That's a bad circle to be in. Just always talking about them, 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 talking about them. I mean, they can't even, they start a conversation off, talking about them, talking about them. See, I'm speaking to you because I'm, I'm, I'm commanding that spirit to leave you. So when you hear it, you're not going to be around. I'm speaking in your spirit because you have given me the authority to speak in your spirit because God has spoken to you to allow me to pastor you. So I have the right to speak in your spirit and command your spirit to line up with the word of God. So anything outside of what I'm saying today is not gonna it's not gonna compete, it's not gonna happen because you've allowed me. So you have to allow me to pastor you. People want to be preached to, but people who want to be pastored grows. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I said there's a lot of people that want to be preached to. But people who wants to be pastored are people who wants to grow in faith and grow and be who God has called them and tap into their purpose and to tap into who they are and know whose they are. People who want to be pastored obey. Y'all ain't saying nothing. People who want to be preached who don't want to obey. Want to hear a word and not say, I holler. Proverbs 16, 32. Let me close on this thing. Because see, you need to know about how to have a good temperament. You need to make sure the circle you in has a good temperament. I'm serious. Saying used to be, your attitude would determine your altitude. Teachers always used to say that when we were coming up and I couldn't understand that. But now I really fully understand that. Amen. Praise God. I, I just thought it, it, it rhymed and it felt good. But uh, uh, Bishop had a nasty attitude. Amen. But my teacher, I still remember the day Miss McCullough, she would always say, MacArthur, your attitude will determine your aptitude. I had a nasty attitude. Y'all better hear me. I still remember her today. She would always say that because I had a nasty attitude. I had a nasty temperament. She said anything out of the way, my temper would flare up. But Miss McCullum would always say, MacArthur. I love the way she said my name. She said my name with some authority. Your attitude would determine your aptitude. I didn't understand. My foolishness later on in life had me in the gutter. 
Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, but as I began to get wise, I realized and understood what Miss McCullough was saying. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And it didn't take a preacher to give me that revelation. I remembered her. She was preaching as she was a teacher. And I didn't understand that. But now that I know, I'm like Paul said. I'm going to put away foolish stuff. I'm going to stop acting like a child. Because I'm not a child anymore. I'm not going to throw a tantrum when things don't go my way. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Talk to me. Because let's be real. Christians can compromise a lot. We are the number one denomination in religion that compromise. That's why the devil messes with us so much. Stop compromising your belief. Stop compromising your faith. Stop compromising. You are compromising and it's keeping you from the promises of God. You better hear me. You better hear me loud and clear. Stop compromising. Stop compromising your faith. Proverbs 16 and 32, look what it says. He that, he that is slow to anger is better than the might. He that rules his spirit then he that taketh the city. See, we can't take the city until we get our spirit in check. We can say all day, much more, much more, much more, much more. We read God much more. But until we get our spirit right, we can't take the city. We can't do much more. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. Until we get our temperament right, we can't because our posture must be right. I'm closing. Amen. Praise God. One thing that I can tell you about Jesus. Come on, Bishop. Jesus' demeanor never changed. Jesus' temperament never changed. When they beat Jesus all night long, his temperament never changed. When they beat him and whipped him one time, his temper never changed. Two times, his temper never changed. Three times, his temperament never changed. Four times, his temperament never changed. Five times, his temperament never changed. Six times his temperament never changed. Seven times his temperament never changed. They whipped and beat him 39 latches in his temperament never changed. When they stuck a thorn on his head, in his skin, his temperament never changed. When they drug him through the city, holding a cross that was twice as almost heavy as an automobile, his temperament never changed. 
when they pierced him in the side, his temperament never changed. Y'all ain't saying nothing. When they pierced him in his feet, his temperament never changed. When he hung up there and they ridiculed him, they persecuted him, they talked him, and they tried to make him say, now that you're supposed to be the Messiah, call the angels to let you down. His temperament never changed. Y'all ain't saying nothing. When they put him in the tomb and they rolled a stone on the back so that he wouldn't come out, his temperament never changed. Y'all ain't saying When he got up from all of that beating, from all of that ridicule, from all of that persecution, from all of that, his temperament never changed. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Do I have a believer in here? If his temperament never changed, how can our temperament change? Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. The Bible say even when he rose on the third day, his temperament never changed. I don't know about you, but I got an example how to keep a healthy temperament. So when they talk about you, keep your temperament in check. When they lie on you, keep your temperament in check. When they don't do you right, keep your temperament in check. And watch God work on your behalf. I don't know about you, but I'm going to check my inner circle and make sure that the presence of the Lord is there. I got a healthy temperament. I got a healthy talk. I got a healthy tongue. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. I got healthy thoughts. And I got a healthy team. So check your team. The doors of the Lord is open. If you're here today, and you know it's time for you to change your surroundings. Yeah, Lord. Yeah. You know it's time. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.